Welcome to the St. Michael Lenten Podcast Series. My name is Mary Lessman, and I'll be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Lent is U-Turn. Lent is a season when we can respond to Christ's love by turning and returning to God. Join us in this renewal process and become part of God's holy work in the world. 1 John 1 verses 8-9 to puts it this way, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. A reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 9, verses 1 to 17. As he walked along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned? this man or his parents, that he was born blind. Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned. He was born blind so that God's works might be revealed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said this, he spat on the ground and made mud with the saliva and spread the mud on the man's eyes, saying to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. Then he went and washed and came back, able to see. The neighbors and those who had seen him before as a beggar began to ask, Is this not the man who used to sit and beg? Some were saying, It is he. Others were saying, No, but it is someone like him. He kept saying, I am the man. But they kept asking him, Then how were your eyes opened? He answered, The man called Jesus, made mud, spread it on my eyes, and said to me, Go to Siloam and wash. Then I went and washed and received my sight. And they said to him, Where is he? He said, I do not know. They brought to the Pharisees the man who had formerly been blind. Now it was a Sabbath day when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. Then the Pharisees also began to ask him how he had received his sight. He said to them, He put mud on my eyes, then I washed, and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, for he does not observe the Sabbath. But others said, How can a man who is a sinner perform such signs? And they were divided. So they said again to the blind man, What do you say about him? It was your eyes he opened. He said, He is a prophet. Here ends the reading. You've probably heard it said that if 10 people witnessed an accident, there would be 10 versions of what happened. It's an amazing thing that people experiencing the same incident can come away with very different accounts of what they saw. In the mass politicization of practically every aspect of our lives, We've come to observe this as well. Not only do we see the facts on the ground through the lens of our political persuasions, but our interpretation of the meaning or intent of the words or actions we're experiencing is also shaped by our biases. We hear another's interpretation of an event and we wonder, are we living in the same reality? So we shouldn't be surprised that there are so many disparate understandings of the healing that takes place in our story from John's Gospel. In the previous chapter, 
Jesus has gone up to Jerusalem and has been teaching in the temple. There, he speaks openly about the religious authorities' desire to kill him. The people are treated to a kind of tennis match, where their attention volleys from amazement at the wisdom and depth of Jesus' teaching to the religious authorities who make charges against Jesus to discredit him and put him in his place. What is the truth, and who should they believe? In today's story, Jesus heals a man blind since birth. You might think that this would engender an unambiguous and unanimous response of joy and thanksgiving. It does not. The disciples are focused on the theological implications of this man's blindness. Who sinned, he or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus quickly shuts down that bad theology. Neither, he responds. Those in the community who had known this man for years don't recognize him once he is healed. Is it him? Is it someone who looks like him? Even as he stands in front of them, waving his arms and shouting, It's me! It's me! The ability of the folks in his community to see the healing for what it is, a miraculous manifestation of God's grace and goodness, is based on their openness to the possibility that God might intervene in our lives, in our circumstances, to bring about healing and wholeness. Even after the man gives a detailed account of how his healing came to be, there are those witnessing his changed reality that don't believe him. Then there are the Pharisees. We know, having revisited the last chapter, that they are none too enamored of Jesus. More than this, they'd love an incident that they could twist in a PR campaign to undermine Jesus' popularity with the people. As they question this man standing before him, blind from birth, who can now see, what does their hardness of heart and bias against Jesus draw them to focus on? The fact that Jesus broke the law by healing on the Sabbath. We too make our ways through our days with biased blinders, refusing to acknowledge miracles in our midst because they don't align with our preconceived notions. During this season of Lent, may our blindness be healed, that we would see God's action and grace all around us, and give thanks. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, you alone can bring into order the unruly wills and affections of sinners. Grant your people grace to love what you command and desire what you promise, that among the swift and varied changes of the world, our hearts may surely there be fixed where true joys are to be found. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.